Good evening, KVBL. Welcome to Around the KVBL. I am your host, Troy Kennedy. So the first portion of the season is in the books. We've had one sim and we've gotten somewhat of a sample size, even though a small one, with all the teams around the league. Tonight, we're going to take a small dive or quick dive into it, have some reactions and overreactions to what we saw last night. But first, let's go through some quick news around the league. Um, after our first sim, we saw a couple of trades that happened uh, throughout the day. Um, most notable ones, we had the Bulls and Cavaliers make a trade where Maxwell Omni is going from the Bulls to Cleveland for Wilder and the Jazz 51st pick. A little bit of an eyebrow raise to begin with. Um, interesting to see that. Omni is getting moved for a for a pick, but it seems like this is more of a cap move for the Cavaliers, um, who didn't have much need for Wilder. Um, the Knicks and Hawks also completed a trade where the Knicks send their second round pick Jermaine, who was just a, just drafted this previous draft, uh, to get Cold Pot, a center back in play. I think this is more just to add some depth on the bench. Um, the Hawks are just trying to trim some money. It seems like. Um, nothing, nothing major to really speak of. Um, after a conversation early today with the uh, GM of the Miami Heat, um, he has confirmed that there has been a trade between the Miami Heat and uh, New Jersey Nets. Uh, the Heat are sending Stone and Bartel plus their uh, 2050 first round pick to New Jersey to receive the services of DJ Kennington. So that answers one of the questions that we've had. How would the Heat proceed this season? Um, are they going to add? Are they going to try to make the playoffs? Or would they sell off and try to slide out? Well, this seems to be the statement that the Heat are here to stay. The Heat are here to try to you know, make an impact and adding DJ Kennington will help tremendously as their point guard. Um, the Heat started with a you know six and two sim, not a large sample size, um, also a fairly cushy uh, um, cushy schedule, but they did have a solid home win um, against the against the Suns, so that's all that's always a good win. The two losses that um, the Heat had in this six two sim were both at New York against the Knicks, which. I think you can say are acceptable losses. Uh, we also saw a couple of extensions overnight. Um, the Lions got a nice extension, four years, 60 million with their point guard Brunson, uh, which, you know, we had one of the question marks if you listened to the show yesterday. Um, good move for the Lions, extending their point guard, one of the best point guards in the league for sure. So four years, looks like it'd be about 15 million per year, which is a solid contract. So now the question is, uh, what is gonna happen to Giaza? What's gonna happen to Towels? The two, the two players still in the contract year. Um, after having a conversation, it sounds like um, the Lions would love to be able to extend Giaza um, and we'll have to spend money on him. But it sounded like, um, that the player himself has elected to search for FA and become a free agent this offseason. So we'll see how much the services will require. 
Um, another extension that we saw, the Warriors extended their point guard, Carl Timkins, a three-year three -year deal worth about $55.8 million. Um, so good deal for the Warriors to get their, their point guard, stick around for a few more years while they keep adding on to this roster. Um, so that's, that's for those news around the league. So let's dive into what we saw last night. What happened in the league with the first sim? Um, right off the bat, we have the Lions. We said that they were going to be good. They made it look like they were going to be good. They are good. 11-1 and one to start the sim. Um, pretty solid start. We have no other team. That's sitting at 11 and 1. Uh, the Jazz started really strong with a 10 1 sim. So they're, you know, second best record. Um, best record in the main for now. Um, of those 10 wins the Jazz had, six of them were against sub, you know, sub 500 teams. Um, so you could say a little bit of a cushy schedule, but it wasn't necessarily, you know, a home favorite schedule. They did split the road and home games and they did have two good wins at home against the Bulls and the 76ers so you know good for the Jazz nice start we thought they were going to be up there um, we're going to see how it happens when they hit the road a little more um, the Suns 12 and 3 start very very solid their three losses came all on the road at Blazers at Heat at Warriors um, but you know 12 wins right at the right at the gate some people had their doubts about this team. Um, we here on the show thought the Suns were going to be the second best team in the main art. And as of now, look at the standings, that's exactly where they're sitting. Uh, what, what other big reactions do we see? If we go on the negative trend, the Cavs. Cavs starting 1 and 10. That leaves some question marks right there. Um, you know, some GMs thought the Cavs were going to be one of those underrated but sneaky good teams. Um, so far, no sign of that. And, you know, we, they just added Omni. I don't know if that's really going to make a big difference. And I'm sure not that was a move intended to strengthen the team. Um, I don't know. Were the Cavs, are the Cavs perfectly happy with this? Are the Cavs actually trying to miss the playoffs? And add another lotto pick. Um, at this point, it certainly looks that way. The 76ers, 9-1 start. Very solid. We worried about the depth. It doesn't look like it's, it's hurt them so far. Um, looking at the schedule, they um, had a good win at home against the Sonics. You can always... You know, that's always a good win against one of the best teams in the league. They took care of business in Portland against the Blazers, who actually had a couple of marquee wins at home, so that's a good win. Um, you know, 9-1, and one, and the Sonic at the 76ers already had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. That 8 of those, you know, 9 wins were on the road. So that's, that's impressive. If they can play anything like that at home, this is going to be a solid team. The Hornets started 9-3. and three. Um, I don't know if we can call it overachieving. Um, certainly it's not underachieving. 
we we thought they were going to be in the four or five spot somewhere around there in the Landers. Um, right now they're sitting at three, just above the Raptors, who already played fifteen games with a nice eleven and four start. Um, the Bulls started seven and three. Are we surprised by that? I don't know. They the losses that the Bulls had. Um, looking at their schedule, the losses that the Bulls took were. They won the banner raiser against the Rockets. That was nice. Then the Bulls lost on the road to the Lions. Uh, to be honest, not really shocking there. We knew the Lions were going to be good. The Bulls then lost on the road at the Warriors. That was a big win for the Warriors. And the Bulls then lost by 26 in Utah. That big win for the Jazz right there. Now, historically, we know the Bulls have always been somewhat weaker and starting slow on the road. I don't think there's any reason to panic. Um, however, what was very interesting is the Bulls are suddenly looking to make moves. They're looking to shake it up and not keeping this team together that had just won the championship. And that's after one sim. Now, is this a little bit of an overreaction? What is happening in Chicago? Um, it seems to me that, or it sounds like the uh, GM KJ is looking to keep his main pieces, Kaba. And Zion, I mean, Zion, we all know, is an absolute, an absolute beast. He's, he's going to keep playing really well. Zion has two years left on his contract, and it looks like he might be playing those out in Chicago, unless a sweet and incredible deal comes along, I guess. However, Santuro, Jones, Soto, Baldwin, all have been made available. They're all on the trade block. So are we going to see some big moves out of Chicago and changing that team? Now, are they looking for the better or what is going to happen there? You're going to be fun to follow in the following weeks. The Warriors started with a 7-4 record. couple of nice wins. Beat the Suns at home. Beat the Bulls at home. And beat the Sonics on the road. Those are some really nice wins. Did take four losses. Um, going to look at their schedule if there was any avoidable losses. Um, team is still fairly young, so you're going to see that there, you know, it's going to be some inconsistencies. But this is this is a fun squad. Um, their losses were they lost by one on the one point in OKC. OKC. Um, they lost at the Blazers. I already mentioned the Blazers had a couple of really nice home wins, and then they lost at home to the Suns as well. They took one and one with the Suns at home. You know, that is obviously an acceptable loss. I think the, the Thunder game is probably one of those that the Warriors would like back. But 7-4 start, um, cannot complain about that. With that, they are currently sitting fifth in the main art, uh, just under the heat, but, you know, played a couple more games already. Um, the Knicks, 6-4 and four start, slow start, reason to panic. Are we hitting DEFCON 1 here? Um you know, I had a solid win against the Heat first game and then had Falwell go down, you know, end up missing a couple of games. Um, and then later on, Centura went down. I mean, everything is just minor. Um, but that's what's going to happen when you acquire an older team. You know, load management is a real is a real thing. Um, you know, so with Falwell missing, um, there was a loss to the Hornets at home, uh, followed by a loss to the Lions at home, which is... You know, acceptable depending on how, I mean, seeing how good the Lions are. Uh, but overall, you know, finished strong, got went from two to four, just 
two to four to six to four. Um, starting to get a little bit on the roll. Um, we'll see how how that turns out, but don't think there should be a reason to panic in New York. But we know that their GM and their front office is very keen on on trading and not afraid of pulling the trigger on trades. We'll see if anything will happen there. Um, another interesting one is the Pacers started four and eleven, and despite all the talk about Brand. Brandt and Jackos being on the market has been very little out of Indiana since. You would think that with a start like that, they might be looking to sell off early um, and, you know, make their direction pretty clear because it clearly looks like at this point the roster that they have is not good enough. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But maybe this hasn't been a lot of action. Maybe there has not been a lot of interest or um, Indiana just hasn't found what they want for those players. What we also saw is the Hornets are looking to add some depth, um, looking for, for a wing player from what it seems like. They also have, you know, Mookie Smalls in the contract year who is, who's already said he's looking to get into, you know, the free agent market. He has a... Um, no, no interest in what it seems like to stay in, in Charlotte. So they are looking to, you know, find an upgrade or find a replacement, long-term replacement for Mookie Smalls. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, you know, overall, the only big shockers right now, I think, are the fact that the Cavs seem to still be in preseason. Um, if you look at the teams that are on the bottom in the Landers, otherwise, all the Grizzlies, all the Rockets, um, the Nuggets and Lakers are sitting at three and eight and three and seven. The Bucks are in the playoffs right now with a three and five record. Um, and from what I understand, coming out of Milwaukee, is the Bucks are very keen and happy to add another lottery pick um, if they can. So we'll see what happens there. How they're going to try to manage that situation. The Clippers had high hopes, um, trying to make a push. Started four and six, um, really obviously by f- by no means are out of anything. But you know, Memphis X, the uh, GM for the Clippers, is already trying to make lots of moves. Um, is made a lot of the players available. Are they trying to just, you know, sell off some of these bigger pieces and, you know, kick the can down the road like they've been doing for so many years? Or are they potentially just looking to add strength and, you know, make this team more competitive? Um, you know, four and six is certainly doesn't seem like anything to panic about, but we love love to overreact after the first first simulation. Um, the Sonics went nine and three. To be honest, I thought you know, I was worried about them with Tevin Collins starting to power forward. I don't know if he if he had it in him to do so. Um but nine and three certainly is not a not a terrible start. Mm. You know, knowing the perfectionist that, that Omer is he's not gonna be happy with anything with any losses ever. Um you know, which is why one of the reasons the Sonics are as good as they are. Consistently striving for perfection. Um you know, their losses, the Sonics were on the road to the 76ers. Tough place to go to. The 
Sonics lost at home to the Warriors, which is surely a win that they're not going to be happy about. The Sonics have been really, really strong at home throughout the last few seasons. Um, and then the Sonics also lost a head shaker at Las Vegas against the Wolves. Um, that one, clearly they want back. But, you know, we're all going to have some bad losses. It happens. Team just didn't show up. Um, you know, nothing to panic over. Um, they're going to be down there to stretch. You know, 9-3 and three is a good indication. And, you know, I think a lot of teams will take a 9-3 and three sim every time around. So they, they're going to be right there. So going to be interesting to see now in the next day or so. Are we going to see any any big-time trades or some teams trying to add? Um, the Heat have already struck adding in there. Um, I've There have been rumors and rumblings about some trades here and there. It's going to be really interesting to see what's going to happen in Chicago with some of these players. Um, they are all in. They want to win one more. Um, I don't think that there's any other mindset in Chicago than winning again before hard cap is going to get you into so much trouble that you're going to be forced to break it. Um, we all know that's happening soon. Otherwise, we, you know, it looks right now, Maynard is going to be wide open again. You know, you have the Jazz in lead at 10-1, which is a fantastic start. They're 6-0 at home. The Suns, 12-3, 6-0 at home. Um, you know, the Heat, 6-2, 3-0 at home with a small sample size. Obviously, only haven't played eight games. The Sonics, 9-3. Uh, the Warriors seven and four, then the Knicks six and four, the Hawks four and three. Um, started slowly, um, starting to find a groove at the end there. Thunder five and five, the Blazers six and six, and then Clippers at four and six. So it, I mean, that's gonna be, it's gonna be tight again. It's gonna be interesting to see. And the next two Sims, I think, are going to be really, really huge for some of these teams to establish themselves and set themselves up. Um, as expected, the Wolves, Nets, and and Kings. Um, are are falling behind early at three and nine, two and eight, and one and ten, um, and not much there that they're going to do to change anything of that. So we're interested to see what's happening here in the next day or so. We have another sim coming up um, tomorrow evening, late night. See what teams are going to tweak, tweak their lineups, test some things out, see if they can you know fix some kings. Um, but it's going, to be, it's going to be fun to see what's happening here. Teams are excited to set themselves up to, you know, make a push. It's easy to always overreact with the first time. We see it, we see it every year. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, we're looking forward to another sim. There's really nothing else that we can say. We are somewhere where we expect it to be. Some of these teams, as I said, the biggest shock to me um, or to us here on the show is is what happened to the Cavs. Um, we're not shocked, but surprised maybe that the Jazz started as well as they did. Maybe scheduling has a little bit helped there, but once again, it wasn't just a very home-friendly home friendly schedule and they had some good time wins in there. So this team might be for real. So we'll see who can keep it up. Who's going to keep the pace going? Are we going to have some team making big jumps um, in either direction? Exciting Sim 2 coming up. All right, we'll hear from, from you guys then.
KVBL, stay classy.